It's that time. It's time for the best damn marketing podcast on the planet. Whether you want to sell more products, more services, get more customers, or just make more money. This is where you need to be. Coming to you straight from the trenches and reaching across the globe. It's the High Response Marketing Podcast. Featuring the postcard pioneer himself, Bob Ross. Bill, it's Jake. How are you, buddy? Can you hear me okay? Yep. I've been trying to get you on here forever. I apologize. It's all right. It's just as much my fault. Too. I want to say that you've, I know you've done, uh, how many cards have you done? How many 9 by 12s I, I couldn't give you an answer, to be honest. It's, <laughs> it's um, I, I would say 30, 40. It's, I, I don't know. A lot. Okay. Because I've done, I've done this since, oh, when did I do the first one? I think August of twelve. And I've done at least one a month. And one area, which I no longer do, I would do three in the area, three five thousands. And I gave up on that area. And now I, I focus in a different area now. Now you do all this. Now I, you do all this while you're working a full time job too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is it? Do you do it just for some supporting income, or what's? Yeah, I'll pay for college. Yeah. And it's a, it's um. You know, to pay for college, and I do it for you know, save money for college, and um, I I just like it. It gets me out, and it's I guess almost a hobby, but people won't like that too much. But well, no, I well, like doing it. Would you suggest? I think that's a good thing to bring up because would you suggest that for those those listening, maybe they're working a full time job, maybe they've got a comfortable income, they can survive, they're not looking to, you know, they're not homeless. Uh, would you, would you suggest that it's a good strategy for someone to pick this up in their spare time, put a card out every month and just add a, a supporting income to it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's interesting because a lot of people I think are thinking, you know, I gotta, I'm doing this cause I'm going to quit my job or whatever, but I think it's a, and you're a testament to that. It's a, it's a viable passive income. Oh yeah. Yeah. How passive is it for you? Um, at this point, the last, last month, I think I uh, took me, um, 11 of the 13 or there ended up being 13 spots on it. 10 of the 13 were repeat customers. So I, I think I spent about two or three hours on the last one. Is that pretty typical uh, after, as I said, last September, I started a new area by my house. So it made it a lot easier. And, um, the first couple months, the first one took a couple months to get out, but it's almost like, a flywheel where once it starts getting moving, you're going to get people who are going to come on and it's, it's just going to keep going. You, you go every month and they re up and it's good. You've been doing this a long time. How are you getting these people? I know that you use, you have like a sales letter that you're getting people from, right? Yep. I have a seven page sales letter and I, um, I worked on that for, you know, I've read the ultimate sales letter, Dan Kennedy books, Cable's books and all those books. Um, I use the uh, highlighting, different colored markers, um, call to action, and I I put a guarantee in there. So that the last time I sent the letter out, I sent fifty out. Uh, so that cost me roughly two hundred dollars to send that those fifty out. I got five advertisers out of those um, fifty. Wow! And it is beautiful because all I do is I'm collecting a check when I meet with them. <laughs> so the sales letter basically does the whole process. It's a whole yeah. Wow. Uh, yep. From cold prospect, and, uh, totally cold prospect, just a name on a piece of paper. Yep. And the way I find them is I go, 
you look at the local newspaper, the local newspaper has a coupon book they put in every quarter. So I, I love when those come because those are all my prospects. Oh, God, yeah, that's money. <laughs> right. Now, are you in this, and, in this sales letter, to, to ask you real quick, are you writing this letter with the, with the, in mind that they're already doing advertising? Is this targeted right to that specific advertiser? Um, I, I put in there, um, I, I put in there like, unlike other forms of advertising, you're not going to see two hair salons or you're not going to see two chiropractors. Um, it's competitive free. And I you say guaranteed to be seen. And I, I send them copies, uh, two examples of the cards that oh, have wow. gone out. Okay. Right. So it cost me a buck 60 in postage. And so I figure it's two bucks a car every time I drop one in the mail, I have to figure out color printing and, um, I put a map of the area where it's going and then the mail envelopes. I, I just roughly say it's two bucks every time I drop one of those in the mail. But you got five advertisers that last one. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah and um, of the in this new area that I've been in since September, there's 41. I've got it on a spreadsheet. 41 advertisers, 12 were gotten by the letter. Um, a couple of them. One guy's done it five times. Another guy's done it four times. It it's not. They all repeat. Yeah. Too. Sometimes people forget that just uh, one one sale doesn't mean that's it. I mean, you may, however you've found someone, whether it's through a referral or a sales letter or whatever, that could that could translate to many thousands of dollars per year in, in income. It's not yep. just one sale. What, how long have you been sending these letters out? I don't. Um, this I, I do them in bunches because this one I think last one I did in this was um what's this? Uh, it would have been end of December, uh, end of January. Um, yeah, end of January. Have you ever sent letters out and they didn't work? Is this something that you've been kind of fine tuning over the years or? Yeah, I have. I've, this, this is just in the last batch, but end of February I did. In October, I sent out a bunch. I forget how many came from that one. Um, when I first started this in 2012, I put together a, a big sales letter. I didn't have samples. I just sent it out. I got one phone call. I think out of 40. But I've just been, I've been refining it and adding different, you know, what, what are the different hot buttons are, um, putting more testimonials now, cause now I have more testimonials. Um, so that helps as well. Do you think that someone starting off from scratch could use a sales letter to, to get some clients or do they have to be an established presence in your oh, I don't think that. No, I don't think they have to be. Now I, the samples every once in a while I'll sell them or when I put on there that I do a sales letter, someone will always try to um, do the instant message. Hey, send me a copy of that letter. And it's like, uh, uh no way. <laughs> you put a lot <laughs> of time into this. Yeah. I'll share pretty much anything, but that's just one of the things that is way too much effort. Like I said, uh, 200 bucks got 2,500, more than 20, 2,500 just for one mailing. So you multiply. Yeah. Right. $5,000. Right. So, Huge return. So what would you, because I know this is, uh, those that are listening to this are going to, you know, they want more information, more about this letter. What kind of advice would you give someone who wants to put together a sales letter that will help them sell spaces? That Dan Kennedy book, I think it's called The Ultimate Sales Letter. Correct. That's what it is. Yep. Yep. That book. Just have them start with that because that walks them. And they got to do every step. They got to think. What are the customer's biggest fear? What are their, um, who's the current competition? They've got to walk through that whole book and just use that. 
And you've got a, did you say seven page? Is it seven pages? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So don't be afraid to send these, these very long sales letters. Uh-huh. I also guarantee it. I tell them um, advertising that's guaranteed to work for you. That's not the exact headline oh, I have in the letter, yeah. but it's something similar to that. That's a great headline, and right? What, what I do is um, if I tell them that um, if the ad doesn't work, the next ad's on me. So and define work. 12, you, you can't define work, you know. Uh, and, and I tell them, and I put it right in the letter. I said, "You you do, you tell me if it works or not. I trust you." So far, I've had two people of twelve who I done that guarantee with um, say it didn't work. One was a lady selling bird or you know bird <laughs> you know bird feeder crap and you know right. looking at birds. Right. I looked at the there's no way this is gonna work, but you know, it's the way I figured it's right. two fifty every. And there's another one, the chiropractor, um, he said he didn't get any calls. I said, okay, I'll do the next one, which I did. He got called and he just, I've just done the second or third paid one, if you count the first one, and he's going to do two more. People say on the forum, oh, you can't guarantee anything. Well, you're right. You can't. I'm, I'm telling them you're not. So shut up. <laughs> and the other thing I do is um, I tell them to call before X amount of date, $40 for free graphic design as we do it advertising or the uh, design for free. And also you've seen a couple of these where I'll give them the free business cards. Yeah. And that's working because I'm printing them all the time for you lately. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what, what's the urgency factor that you're putting in these letters to get them to, to give you a call and want to get on it now? There's got to be some kind of incentive you're giving them. Yeah. Right? I give I tell about if you call by whatever date, two weeks before the mailing, uh, I won't charge you for, for, for the, uh, Designing of the cards. Okay, right. charge them anyway. <laughs> but that's all. And then I also that's all it takes to tip them over the edge, huh? Because you probably built so much value in that letter. Right, and then I also tell them that I'm not going to. Um, I'll give them the free business card if they call by that date, and I attach a copy of one of my cards on there. Perfect. To show them the quality of the card, and then I also tell them I say there are only 14 spots available, but I'll take a sharpie and I'll cross that 14 off, and I'll say eight. Uh, it's the truth. There are only eight spots. They're going quickly. Call now. This whole thing is, uh, what do you just print it up on your, on your, uh, inkjet printer or something? I've got a laser color printer. How much time are you spending on printing and getting all these prepared? On the, um, for the postcards? No, for the letters, for the sales letters. Oh, um, the sales letters, those take a while because what I do is I go through the magazines. I try to, um, I look at the ones who are advertising and then I go and I, um, go into Manta and try to figure out who the owner is. And I got to write the, write the address down. I then, um, organize them by profession or industry. So I'll do all the um, restaurants at one time, all the realtors at one time. It probably, probably takes about 10, 15 minutes per letter. But that's, but the investment you're getting is huge. You're not afraid to put that kind of time and money into it because it's making these huge returns for you. I know a lot of people that want these e lazy, lazy systems, but you got to put some time and effort into it. That's also why you probably don't want to give it away. Uh-huh. Oh, and the other thing is that you're talking to them and they want to do this email. I've got three email addresses. If I don't, if it's, I don't act on it when it's on the beginning part of your iPhone, I forget about it. The other thing is we're trying to promote people to advertise in the mail and I'm using the avenue that we're going to be using to advertise their products. So I'm using the service of the postal service to introduce it to them to reaffirm that mailing does work. Now, how did you feel? Because I know if I re recall uh, a couple of years ago when you've put your first card out, you posted in the forum like a you know, an overview of what you had to do. And I think you did a lot of walk-ins. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yep, I do. Um, So, as I said, for this latest one, 41, and that's over seven months, 41 advertisers, 
12 were letters, the rest were walk-ins. So I'll walk in. I have no problem walking in and talking to people and I'm persistent where I'll keep going back and back if I think there's a hint. How are you How are you managing these walk-ins while working a full-time job? Lunchtime, weekends, Saturday mornings are wonderful. Right. So you're working, your work schedule is like normal banking hours, eight to five or something? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what can be done? So someone working eight to five, nine to five can get out there and reach out to enough businesses to, to get a, a card rolling every month. Oh yeah, absolutely. Lunches, weekends, and you're able to, and you're able to get enough. Tell me about that process of walking in. What's uh, what did it take to get that first card rolling? Or maybe what would you have done differently that could have sped it up? The first one, um, I don't know if you want to talk about this one too much because I went into an area that is, they don't have high incomes. They don't advertise. That was a hard as hell to sell that. Did you actually, and you actually and, filled it? Oh God, yeah. But it was just extremely difficult because they didn't have anywhere, anyone else to advertise with. Um, but I, I'm sorry, I, I had to go into a number of businesses because I couldn't get leads as to who's already advertising. I just would go up and down the street and walk into places. And I've got one of those staples composition books. That's how I keep my notes. I don't have anything fancy. So what, okay, let's talk about the easier card that you had to fill out. Maybe the second or third one. What, what changes did you make yeah, yeah. that sped that process up? I targeted businesses that advertised. And you had to change your location too, right? The mailing, the, the area you yeah. were pulling businesses from. Mm-hmm. Someone that's just starting out, right, would you give them? If you were, if you were to, to, to coach someone or, Someone has never done this before. How, how would you tell them to get a card out as fast as possible? First off, stop worrying about what a website. I've got a website that's a piece of shit. Stop worrying about what the website looks like. Stop worrying about what your business cards say. Stop. I didn't get business cards for two years. Stop worrying about you don't have cards. You, there are plenty of people that have samples. I have samples. Just get out there and walk the streets because they don't know the questions that they're going to get. They don't know what they don't know. And I would have them focus, just get their local newspaper, get the um, local um, local magazine or Valpac and just go to those businesses that already advertise because you don't have to, with those people, you're not convincing them to advertise. All you're doing is convincing them to try you. And many times they're more than willing to try you. Sure. What are the businesses that you find are the easiest to jump on board, like industries? Um, I'm looking at it right now. Restaurants are easy. Chiropractor, once you get any of the medical field are a bitch to get into, but once you get to the owner, it's easy. You're talking like dentists, um, chiropractors. I haven't had a dentist. I've had a chiropractor and a podiatrist. Okay. That's that's one Alarm you forget company. about. Forget about podiatrist. Wow. Okay. Al oh, Alarm company. Were. Yep. Um, to, to, oh, I've got like a pet store hardware. He does a $5 off 20. Party, uh, party supply store, independent party supply store. He's always on there. High-end electronics place. I don't know how the hell I decided to walk into this place. I walk in there. He's got these $5,000 TVs on the wall. I said, Do you want to advertise? Sure. <laughs> says maybe five, five words to me. Full price. And he's <laughs> done it six times. <laughs> I don't even want to ask him for a testimonial or ask him if it's working because I don't want him to even think it's not. No, it's, you don't want to mess with that. Right. No, if you're going to keep saying yes, well, fine. <laughs> um, painter, plumber, insurance agent, I'm just going down the list, uh, framer, we're starting to see the graph again, bike store, 
How about this? How about this, Bill? What are some industries that you kind of stay away from? Are there some that you have just had terrible luck with? You don't, you don't touch. You don't touch salons, huh? Not not the um, like a Bo Ricks or someone like that. I I've had luck with the lower end ones, mm-hmm. but but the regular the high end hair salons. My wife follows a stylist. Once a woman finds a stylist, she's not leaving for twenty bucks or thirty bucks. Yeah, they go. You're right. Right. So. And I'm a guy. I, I go to the wherever the ten or twelve dollar haircut is. <laughs> right, right. What are your thoughts on? Uh, I want to say you do all ten thousand piece mailings, right? You don't do the five thousand. Yes, you do the ten thousand. I do. Yep. Yeah. So the area I do is twenty thousand homes of businesses total. So I split in two. Every other month, I go back and forth. What are your thoughts on someone who's debating between five thousand and ten thousand piece mailings? I started off at three at that one place in Burns, and I went to five, and I got into trouble there because I expanded to three areas, and that's what why I shut that one down. I should have just stuck to two, but it's just as hard to sell five hundred than it is two fifty. I think the reason that most people uh, can contemplate or do a five thousand piece mailing is because they're worried about getting five hundred bucks or so for an ad. Do you think that? Do you think that it's this? You mentioned the same effort. Do you think it's the same effort to sell a five hundred dollar ad as it is a three hundred? Yes. I agree with you. I'm just, I happen to, I keep a spreadsheet of every one of these I have. And I'm looking at, when I looked at it, sometimes when you get toward the end, you're thinking, oh, two or three more in there. And you'll go to these places and it's like, all right, instead of 500, I'll do it for you for 250. And they've never advertised before. And they say, yeah, hey, fine, you'll get to 250, but they are not going to advertise again. They don't see the value in it. They're going to say it doesn't work. And then they're going to badmouth you to other people. It's, it's just the, the cheapest customers are the worst customers. Yeah, I agree. So what do you do? What do you, you just, you just stick to your guns? Yeah, that, that's what I started to do. I've stuck to my guns. So in this last one that I put out, instead of 14 spots, I put 13. Because you didn't want to, you didn't want to fill it up with a bunch of junk, a right. bunch of problems, right? Yep. What about the people that are listening and they're saying, you know, I'm really scared. I don't have the, I don't have that kind of confidence that Bill does. I don't have the sales experience. I don't have the credibility. What, what would you say to them who are, they're afraid to get in there and ask for 500 bucks? Well, they're, well, they're going to screw up. They're going to fail. They're going to, something's going to go wrong. But so what? It happens. Everyone knows that those business owners are going to, uh, they've failed before. Um, you so, just got to learn. For, so, I, I, I don't know. Because I know what you're saying. And um, I, I, I struggle with how, how do you tell these people that you can't sit, do it sitting behind a computer? <laughs> Someone going to be nervous as hell. Sure. When they listen to this, a lot of people that'll listen and they'll listen to me or you or, or anyone that's on here. And they and I know that they think a lot of times, man, this this guy just cruises through the cards. You know, he's just, he's got it made. He knows everything. He knows the right things to say. He doesn't have any problems ever filling it. They just, they just cruise through it. But I think it's that the people like you or I, we don't, we just don't harp on the, the, all the crap we had to deal with because you, right. Because you've been shut down before, right? Oh yeah. You've had hard days probably where you didn't sell anything and you walked into a million businesses. We just don't make it a big point of it. Oh, and there are some days when, you know, I might be hungover. Or I just might have been in a shitty mood. <laughs> right. You know, you're not going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a crappy day. You're not going to sell anything. And other days you're walking around a client of nine, you can walk in anywhere and you, they can feed, feed off that. And I'd be better off staying at home than going out. Um, those days. Right. 
Right. It's, I think it's just important for people to realize that we go through the same things that everyone else does. It's not yeah, like people are drawn to it. We go through the same thing. We just have the, we have the right attitude and we don't, we don't make it a big point to, to complain and bitch about all the, the trouble that we had that day. Right. Yep. Tell me, you got to tell me, uh, I remember I, probably a year ago, you had a lady complaining about the, do you remember you had a lady complaining about, uh, she was calling you or oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lady called and said, are you the one responsible for having this piece of mail that gets stuck in my mailbox every month? I said, yes. <laughs> well, stop sending it. She complained about it, and she wanted me to stop sending it. <laughs> because it got and stuck, she, it was a, stuck in the mail. It was, it was an older lady, and you could, I mean, she hung out before. Oh, I could try to take her name off it, but it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what she called the advertise here, here number. <laughs> yeah. Have you a. Oh, but the I, other thing I put. Yeah, go ahead. I, I put on there instead of advertise here, I say interested in advertising, and then I put to see if your business qualifies call. So it makes it more. Oh, alluring. okay, right. And how you've put out thirty or more cards, however many. And how how often are you getting calls? I get two or three calls every mailing. How many of them advertise? How many how many advertisers do you think you've picked up from call from them calling in? Oh, um, maybe one out of every three will advertise. That's great. Yeah, I think people forget about that too. The more cards you get out, the more more traction you're going to get in your area, and people are just going to start seeking you out. Yep. And I'm guessing at this point, when you do walk in or you you talk with a fresh, cold prospect, they probably at this point have seen your card around. You have some yep. credibility. Either the, yep. Either at the business or at home. And it's not, it doesn't take long to do that. I don't know how long it took you to start realizing that. But for me, right after like the the second or third mailing, I was already known by everyone. Yep. It doesn't take long to build that re that recognition. Um. Oh, the other thing some of the people complain about is like, oh, what area should I go to? But where do you live? Make it easy. Yeah. Why, why, is they, why are they sitting there and looking, analyzing, oh, this has a tw uh, 25,000... Per capita income, this one's twenty six point five, twenty six and a half. Just go right where Just you, right where you live. <laughs> Sometimes people overcomplicate. I mean, there's value in in analyzation and stuff, but don't overcomplicate on it. Just go do it. Action will overcome all of that. You gotta love the oh, people. Oh, you're taping. Are... You're taping already now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I thought you were taping. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, edit that out, please. Yeah. No, I'll edit all that out. No, everything's taped. Um I edit everything out anyways at post, you know, anything that's that slows us down. Uh I don't you gotta love all the people that just uh that um they they've always gotta throw their opinion in, but they've never actually done one. And that's dangerous. It actually it's dangerous to listen to that kind of advice. Yeah, the other thing I do is um I'll send out thank you cards, handwritten thank you cards after every um one that goes out. So um after a mailing, I just go to Staples and I've got buy them in packets of fifty for nine bucks, and I'll write uh, five or six lines, thank you for your business, um, and just put it in the mail. And they never get thank you thank you notes, and that makes me stand out too. Have you have you gotten good response from that? Have people said, "I got that note." Oh yeah, or, yeah. Yep, they say thank you. So you treat even though it's kind of like a hobby for you, you do treat it like a business. Uh huh. Oh yeah. 
What are your plan? What are your plans with this? Are you just going to keep uh, keep just just popping out a card every month and and that's it? Or are you going to make bigger plans of it or what? Um, I've learned I cannot do two. It just I'm one is the extent of my abilities for time and you know staying paying attention to family and wife. So I um I've got to figure out because I've got the process down. I know um what needs to be done. I know who to target. Now it's a matter of getting salespeople and I can show the salesperson, look, I'm doing this part-time. This is what I'm going to do. I'm making X amount of, or I'm not going to say I'll pay you 30% or 25%, whatever it is. And this is how long it should take you. Um, so I need to document all that and get it out there for them. And then, um, to hire salespeople to do it. Yeah. What do you, uh, I'm going to try to think here. What's, uh, those that are listening are, are always trying to figure out where they can take this. And I know that some people are going to listen to this and say, Hey, this guy's been doing it for, for like almost three years and he's still only at one card a month. But I just want to make it a point that you're doing that by, this is kind of just a supporting income for you. How easy, let's say you, let's say you lost your job right now. And would nine by twelve be be what you would go right towards to to build a full time income? Or uh, I don't know if I would do that because um, I've got a pretty good job. Um, but if you lost so, your job, well, well, yeah, if, if I lost it, and I needed money. Yeah, I yeah. Would if do you that. lost yeah, your job I, today, I, you got fu- you got fired today, and, and your your yep. all your your savings are gone too. Yep. What do you do? Would you go nine by twelve? Yeah. How much do you think right now, if you did lose your job, how much money a month do you think profit a month you think you could make doing nine by twelve? With all the experience you have, with the the processes that you have, the, the clientele you have, what kind of income could you make off nine by twelve? Do you think? Oh, t- ten grand a month. And I'm looking, I'm looking at the statement from the one that went out. I'm gonna make. Uh, twenty five hundred off it after I pay the printer, designer, and every printing and everything. Um, I've got three people on there that I charge three hundred instead of five hundred, and but those guys have advertised with me for five or six times. Um, so I don't mind charging the less. It's that's just less time I'm out there. Those spots are already sold, so I just take that as a discount for having already sold those spots. I want to say. And correct me if I'm wrong. It, it may not be you, but I'm pretty sure it is. I remember a couple of years ago, some people were asking how often you're doing cards because I think I remember you were you were trying to do two or three a month, and you had said, I'm pretty sure this was you. You had said that you had gotten consulting business from your from your first few cards, and that had basically taken up all your time. You actually formed a consulting relationship. Is that true? No, that wasn't me. It wasn't you. I did Crap. do. I thought it was you. Okay. I did do some stuff where I was trying to do website development too. And that got me into trouble where I would, <laughs> I didn't have the time to focus on designing the website. That's a nightmare. And then, right. So that, um, I totally dropped all those and, um, I'm just focusing on the card. That's all I spend my time doing is just focusing on that. Freaking awesome, man. So I want to recap this before we go. You've got uh, thir- you got uh, over 30 cards out that you've put out, out over the last couple of years doing it part-time while you work eight to f- nine to five. Yep. And you're, right now, 
your process is basically you're you're taking the majority of it is is just recurring advertisers, but you're yep. also filling in the the spaces that you need almost exclusively by these sales letters. It sounds like. Uh-huh. Are you planning to scale that up? Are you going to send more letters out, or are you just keeping it how it is? If I add a salesperson, I will scale it up. Yeah. To go beyond. Everyone's going to go nuts about this sales letter. And I want to re- summarize it in uh, something easy to, for them to take on. So re- so you would suggest they read a book like Dan Kennedy's Ultimate Sales Letter, which is yep. pretty comprehensive. And how did you come up with seven pages? Was it because you just, that's that's the minimum it would take to get all your yeah, points across? I cut, out, I cut out a lot. I talk about um, guarantee. I talk about the area where we go. I talk about the postal service. Not, you know, being in the post mailbox is good. Everyone gets their mail. Um, exclusive advertising. You won't have anyone else on the card with you. I show them a copy. Of, or I print off um, a little picture of the cards on there, even though I have it attached to it. I have some of the card. Um, I recap what I've told them. And I also put in the parts about the guarantee and then I put in the parts about the free PSs are the free design and then the free um, business cards. How are you getting it into the owner's hands? Are you sending, you're sending this priority mail or not? No, I just send it regular, regular mail. I go to Costco. I go to Costco. They have the, um, you got to buy the 10 by 14 or 10 by 13 envelopes. They're nine bucks for 150. I buy those. And I, I was thinking of um, if I did want to get more doctors and such, I would I would do the uh, priority mail. I think I would end up costing me like five bucks a mailing, four fifty, which is fine. If I can get a couple of those, that's fine. I think the problem that a lot of people are gonna are gonna run into is that they see you doing a seven page letter and they think I gotta have a seven page letter and they start adding a bunch of crap in there to to bloat the letter up, and that's the wrong thing to do. Right. They'll end up just putting a bunch of gibberish. Yep. And I will, I'll put, um, interspersed, like when I'm talking about the competitive free advertising, I'll put a testimonial in about, oh, I'm so glad, glad that I have the, um, I'm the only restaurant on the ad. I don't have my, I'm sick of advertising when my competitors on the same page with me. I put those testimonials, they're in italics, they're different color, they're indented on both sides, so they stick out. And then I, then I go through with a highlighter and, for each page, I highlight a phrase or two on each page, and then I use I sign each one with a blue sharpie, and then I put that um like when there's when I say there's 14 left, I cross that off and put a nine or an eight, whatever number it is. Well, uh, before I forget here, and we got to get going in a second, but uh, you one of my best, I don't want to say most money because I don't make a ton of money off this this particular client, but one of my best responsive clients where I can always pull a ton of business in for. And I think it's an overlooked niche is the uh, the party supply. You had mentioned that you had a party supply advertiser. Uh-huh. Are you getting a lot of great response too? Are they putting a coupon in there? Because I get I do oh, fantastic. Yeah. Mine does fantastic. Oh yeah, and he, he 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 loves it, and he um he says this is the best advertising I have. He he pulled out a paper. I think I posted it one time on the Facebook page of um he had a paper or a regular baggie filled with those the coupons cut out and. And he keeps everything, all the other ones in there. We're the ones from the local paper. Oh, they, they suck. They, I don't get anything from them. That's so funny. That's almost the same thing as mine. You said you posted that in Facebook? In the Facebook group? Uh-huh. I, uh, mine, was, I, 
I remember way back he, he he got like zero response and so little from the newspapers, and it was real hesitant to try this out. And he gets a ton now. Yep. That's so funny. It's like the same thing. I don't even remember you posting that. It may have been in reply to someone's comment. I don't remember. What, Bill, what, what advice would you give? So I know you've already given a ton, a ton of advice and, but, uh, we've always just got those people that are just, they're, they're not sure what to do. They're scared. They're scared to talk to business owners. They want to try it and they look, they look up to people like you. What advice are you going to give them to get, to get their butt moving? Is it scary? Is it scary going out there and talking to people? Not for me. I don't find it scary. I, I like it. Um, just smile. If you smile and you're, you're nice and just say you're looking. I, I, all I do is say, hey, who, who do I talk to who's in charge of advertising? That's usually my open line. I walk in and um, generally they'll say whoever the person is and I'll, I'll talk to them. And, um, you know, you can be apprehensive at first, but it's just once you get in there and start doing it, you'll gain the confidence to do more of it and you'll make it happen. And then you'll get the first sale. And then on t- after you get the first sale, it just starts to roll. You'll get another one and another one. And then right around 10 or 11, it stops. You're saying, oh, shoot, what do I need to do? And that's when you start getting worried and thinking, okay, I've got this thing almost filled. Do I put it out so I can say I have one out there or I try to get the other one or try to get two or three more on there? And, um, and that's where you run into the places where you're charging them two, two fifty just to get someone on there, but they end up biting you in the rear in the end. And I'm a procrastinator. I'll just procrastinate and procrastinate and, um, I'll, I'll just do something like that to get it out there. And as I said, once you get it started, it, it just keeps going. It's so much easier momentum once it's started. I've got 11 of the 14 for April already sold. Already sold, yeah. So it's you just got to go go do it and um, it. meet the people because you're not without talking to them, just doing it by email. You're not going to know what you know. They're not. You're not going to know. Oh, they're struggling with what they're going to order for inventory. Or they're complaining about X, Y, and Z, and you can use that to your advantage when you talk to other people. They're going to feed you information too. So you really, you're a big proponent of meeting with them face to face. I am too. Yeah. What, what is your mental, what's the right mental attitude to have before you walk into that, that business's door? What are, what's going through your head? That, um, I'll get a sale because you've got to be confident and you've got to be happy and have a smile on your face. Walk in there, you know, fake it till you make it. Walk in there like you know what you're doing. Do you think there's a difference mentally walking in? And having in your in your head, I'm gonna sell this. This guy's gonna buy. He's he's gonna buy. I'm gonna sell it. Versus, I'm gonna walk in and just show him what I got. Who cares? Whether or not he buys, I don't care. Do you think there's a difference? There? Uh, and the, 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 you get yes. I walk in there that I'm gonna sell it. And then you have to maintain the I don't care attitude too, because then they will try to sit there and say, uh, some people will, where I will. Um, Oh, if you want four ninety five for that, I'll give you three hundred. And you say no. If, if you're there's a fine line because you don't want to discount it. If you discount it to a four hundred dollars, they will never pay five hundred dollars. Right. And I turned it around. I did it the other day. He says five hundred dollars for this little piece on this thing. I said, yeah. Then I walked over. It was an antique store. And I walked over to his watches. And I said, how much is this little piece? And he said, whatever price. I said. Mine, the postcard's bigger than that. And um, he chuckled. <laughs> That's, those are only the things that you can do when you're face-to-face, too, right? Right. All right. Well, hey, I really appreciate it. Keep posting great things into the Facebook group and, uh, and sharing your experiences. Everyone loves to hear them. 